welcome back to the Reframe and Rewire podcast, a podcast designed to equip and inspire you with the science behind real change and the stories of those who did. Well, today I'm so excited to have Ryan Schaub with us. He drove all the way from Traverse City to be with us today. And Ryan has a great story to tell about real change, so I'm excited to get him on. I'd just like to start out the podcast with a little bit of an introduction about this podcast, what it means to reframe and rewire, and a little bit about why I'm here doing this. So I am your host, and I want to talk about how this podcast can change lives. And so I am the founder and CEO of IPV Consulting. I'm a speaker, corporate trainer, and author of the book, Your Journey to Greatness Through Routine, which is a book about precisely that. I have over 10,000 hours of study in the neuroscience, physiology, and habits of human behavior. And uh, today I want to talk a little bit about the power of visualization. Now, we've covered a lot of information on these podcasts in regards to how you can reframe and rewire, but today I want to focus on visualization. Now, some of you may have heard of visualization in terms of vision boards or visioneering, but I want to just explain the science behind that. Now, I've mentioned before that we have neural pathways that we create by the way that we think. So when you start to think, you grow a dendrite, which grows into a neural pathway, which grows into a network of neural pathways that now forms all your thoughts and how you conceptualize and see life and success in every other part. But visualization is interesting because we think in pictures. If I say to you red monkeys, you don't think about the word red monkeys, you think about red monkeys visually. So we have minds that think in pictures. So what we can do is literally trick our minds by visualizing. So a quick example of that would be when you're in a horror movie, okay, you start to, you know, grip, you start to, your all eyes bulge, your, your, your vital signs go up. Why? You're not in the movie, but the problem is, is that your mind is seeing and portraying it as if you are in that movie. So your subconscious is the culprit of this, and it's 30,000 times stronger than your conscious mind. It's all those neural networks that you have grown over time. So we are visualizing all the time. Whether you want to think you are or not, you are. So if something bad happens to you or you think you're going to get into some kind of a, uh, a squabble with someone or an altercation or something bad is happening, maybe you can't pay a bill, what happens? You go right to visualizing. Okay, this is going to happen and they're going to say this and then I'm going to think that and then this is and I'm going to lose my house and this is going to and you think through as if it's actually going to happen. And you get yourself all in a knot and it hasn't even happened yet. And we do that constantly. I mean, I challenge you to think about how much you really visualize your future. Well, what if you could visualize it in reverse? In other words, think about how positive it could be, how, you know, something incredible could happen to you. Maybe it's going to go the right way. Maybe they're going to say the right thing to you. Maybe you're going to say the right thing to them. I mean, what can it hurt? You got to visualize anyway, right? So what I see happen, and oftentimes with my clients, as well as in my own life, is when I choose to visualize on the right side of things, not only do things change in terms of how it happens, but at the very, very least, I feel better. So in other words, all those stress chemicals are not going to attack me and you know make me feel horrible and start to take a toll on my health. I'm going to feel better. Therefore, I'm going to act better. Therefore, I'm going to think better. And because I'm going to think better, I'm going to walk away feeling feeling like more of a victor rather than a victim. So I hope this all makes sense to you. I'd like to get into more detail, but just one last example. Olympians use this all the time. They visualize the course that they're going to be on and they visualize themselves succeeding at that course. 
So they see themselves, you know, making the right turns, you know, slaloming down the course in the ski slopes, you know, making that basket. And that's how they end up winning because those that are in Olympian sports or their athletes know that if they'll visualize and practice, they're going to do far better than if they just practice because it's the trick of the mind. So with that being said, I would like to go ahead and turn this over to Ryan and we're going to get a lot of information from him and learn to empower you through his story uh, with the scientific methods as well. So Ryan, co-founder, or actually founder and CEO of Omni Enterprises. Awesome. And Ryan, you have been a phenomenal dynamo in my mind, in my heart, in what you've been able to accomplish in a short amount of time. And Ryan, you I've known you for about three years, but how long have you been in business? Yeah, well, first of all, thank you for inviting me to do this. This is exciting for me, especially. Um, I've been in business now for roughly about uh, two years, two and a half years. It's kind of in that range. Um, I've started out the company, uh, started doing marketing services. And over time, I've really uh, decided that websites and kind of the technology space is really kind of my main focus. And so nowadays, I'm really uh, going towards uh, more websites and it's what we focus on. So I've been doing it now for, for quite some time, but uh, it's been very good. And you do a dynamic job. Actually, just, just so you know, Ryan did my website, IPV Consulting. He also did the website for the GR Business Breakfast. And you've done a lot of other really great websites. So I appreciate your work because it's something that I'm not good at. <laughs> so <laughs> I asked you on the show uh, because of your remarkable success story as a young entrepreneur. So um, would you please share a little bit about your story and how you rose up out of a very difficult past, Ryan? Sure. So, um, I mean, a little bit of background myself, mm -hmm. of course. Um, I come from uh, Traverse City, Michigan, which is kind of a small town, but even then I went to an even smaller school. I had uh, nine kids in my graduating class, so a very small school, and uh, it was kind of a, uh, it was kind of the norm just to go on, move on to college, and just kind of follow the normal path. Um, and for me, that just wasn't, it wasn't going to be for me. Uh, I realized that pretty quickly, just wasn't really great at schoolwork and wasn't really my focus that I could, I could really see myself going into. Uh, so shortly after high school, I decided to uh, go ahead and just start trying to figure out some sort of business. So I, I play around with a couple different ideas. I've had a couple of different businesses I've worked on and tried to figure out over time. Um, but eventually I kind of landed on figuring out kind of like websites and whatnot. And uh, when I figured that out, I was working a full-time job and I said, well, let's go all the way in. So yeah. I went ahead and quit the job and really just put everything I could into into what I was doing. And uh, part of that, a large part of that, were kind of my, my passes. I decided to save some money and save uh, really, or try to you know, hustle it as hard as possible. Sure. And I uh, moved into my office for, uh, it was a total of nine months. I lived in my office. Which at, is pretty amazing to think <laughs> about it. it was, it's, it's, it's strange for me to look back on and go, yeah. wow, it was really nine months. It's a long period of time, yeah. um, almost a full year of my life there. And uh, you know, at the time it wasn't really that noticeable but it was definitely a lot. Um, but I went through that, that experience and it was not easy. That's, that's for oh, sure. Oh yeah. It was you went through easy. some tough times. Very much so. I had, uh, along with that, I had all these other, you know, personal issues that would happen at the same time. You know, mm -hmm. it was either a breakup or, you know, was, you know, you're deaf here and there. I mean, there's so many things that happened in that mm -hmm. time period as well that just, uh, you know, made it tougher. But, uh, I realized I had a mission and a goal and a dream that I wanted to pursue. And so I decided to continue on. Um, and nowadays I'm out of that situation, of course, and uh, feeling a lot better about life, really. I mean, that's the best that's thing. That's so <laughs> awesome. So you had to reframe and rewire. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A bunch of times. A bunch of times, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I sure. love that. Well, I, I'm believing that today you're going to be a huge encouragement to anybody who's a young entrepreneur and really wants to make it. 
And so, I mean, is it okay if you tell us your age? Oh, sure. Yeah. So I'm 22 years old. So that's pretty remarkable. I'm impressed. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I think that's impressive. Very, very cool. So what has been some of your biggest struggles along the path to success, would you say? So obviously, like I said, the, the living in the office was one, but that's to me is more of a, you know, it was a physical kind of realization of some other things that were probably mm -hmm. going on deeper down, um, really, which is, I think my biggest struggles were mostly just a lot of mental stuff. Um, another big part of my story is I've struggled with suicide and kind of depression for that's a large, awful. yeah, I'm so sorry. and uh, mm -hmm. it's uh, something that I struggled with pretty greatly for a long time, especially in high school, and it wasn't due to, um, you know, a lot of times suicide and depression, it's, it's hard to really figure out. It was not some, you know, bad issue that was in my life from somebody else, you know, treating me poorly. It was just sometimes your brain doesn't function just the way it should, you know? And that, that spiral, that, that wrong visioneering like we were talking right. about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. and, and I agree. I think I'm almost, or at that time, I was mm -hmm. a product of these bad thoughts and this anxiety mm -hmm. that just built up, built up, built up. And, you know, next thing I know, you know, I'm, I'm feeling absolutely awful about my life. And, realizing now it was just all in my head i mean it really yeah, was it just is. in my head and yeah and you know it wasn't my fault per se but it is my fault if i didn't change it mm -hmm. and get out of that situation that we're 100 percent responsible for our own choices and how we think right? exactly i agree exactly and you can be a victim or a victor it's always your choice absolutely and yeah. you learned how to be a victor yes big time <laughs> big time that is so cool i and love that continue trying to improve of course you know yeah oh I'm yeah we're always perfect <laughs> well we're always going to be on that journey aren't we mm -hmm. So let's talk about reframing and rewiring. What have you done to take control of your neural networks and physiology? Sure. So a large part of it is realizing not to fall in those past habits. I think it's the biggest one for me. Habits, keyword, right? Habits, yeah, is the, is the yes. big one. Because you can very easily do something that's just slightly different and it has a completely different outcome, even though they're both habits. Yeah. You know, you can have the habit of going to the gym every day or you can have it of not going to the gym every exactly. day. Both of those are habits. And they'll change your physiology. They'll change how you feel. They'll change everything, mm -hmm. right? Right. Absolutely. And so because of that, it's to me, um, a lot of those habits... It's trying to stay out of the bad past ones and realizing that, you know, you got to draw boundaries and draw limits. Um, that helps, you know, progress you going into the good habits then. Because yes. sometimes, at least in my mind, I had to get rid of some of the old ones before I could start developing these exactly. new ones. Exactly. Well, what were some real specific things that you had to learn to do differently? And, and I'm asking you this because I had the, uh, the privilege of working with you sure. for a little bit. But what specific things did you have to do? Sure. So um, a large one for me, and the one I probably still struggle with the most, is waking up early. It's definitely mm. something that um, and I'm getting into it, you know, more and more. I mean, it, it's obviously life is, a you know, it's a fluctuation. Um, but waking up really early or getting up and getting after the day as best you can. And even on the days that, you know, it, situationally I might not be able yeah. to wake up early still waking up with the mindset of I gotta treat this day like any of the other days I do wake up early even if I'm behind what I want to do still have to treat the day it's a brand new day yeah. and you can only focus on one day at a time that's right mm -hmm. and, and actually prioritizing and being intentional right sure absolutely definitely okay so how has this change affected you personally Sure. So a large part of me over kind of the years is coming from a very small school and small community mm -hmm. in general. I never really had the social, you know, kind of the social skills that was needed for a lot of things in life. Yeah. But a large part of that, too, is the confidence that you need as well. Mm -hmm, definitely. Um, so a large part for me is the confidence um, that I have with the... Uh, 
That's um, <laughs> my mistake. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Keep going. Sure. So um, basically, though, it was the confidence for me to realize that I need to go ahead and you know, really believe in myself. Mm -hmm. and, and from that, there's all these other good things that come of that, really. I Definitely. Mean, the confidence factor is, yeah. it's still something that I struggle with, I think, maybe even most, because I, maybe I'm naturally pessimistic, who knows, but it's something that, it, it's, it, it's definitely, you struggle with it, but you realize more and more and more, mm -hmm. the more you get confident, the better things right. are. So you just continue to try to increase that in your in your head you know, and you thoughts. did i mean i saw you completely turn around mm -hmm. and you're so right your confidence is directly affected by the changes that you make yeah and you did a super fantastic job so how about professionally how did it affect you um well obviously along with the confidence and all the other skills of course the money and, and the jobs and yes, all that's going to come with it yeah. um so obviously a large one i, I got to be able to move on my office and, and everything um and, and as well i've been able to uh bring on my really good friend uh my friend chris uh, who mm -hmm. I grew up with and went to high school with. So you're scaling. Scaling, right. Yay. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> now he's working with me every day. And that's awesome. He's been the best thing that's happened for me for, for the company and, and for the future. Um, and so be able to have him. Uh, wouldn't be able to do that unless I felt yeah. good about what I'm doing. Yeah, awesome. That's great. I I'm, I can't say enough about what you've done with your business because I know you're working on some new projects. We'll get to that in yeah. a minute. <laughs> so, okay. So why do you feel it's important for people to reframe and rewire? So... I think if you're really looking at trying to redo your life, it's, I, I think there's a misconception out there where you kind of like, you can, you can slowly get into something. Mm -hmm. and I think for, at least for me and for my experiences, you have to actually dedicate all the way. I mean, it's something that you have to. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, if you want to get in any sort of job or you want to start business or, or, or start, you know, working out, whatever exactly. it is, you can't just, you know, slightly step in, put your toes in the water. You really right. got to go all the way. You do. And I think that's a large part of when you're reframing and rewiring your mm -hmm. brain, you're completely trying to overhaul these habits and yes. go, this is who I am. Right. And you take a step back, look at who you are and look at who you want to be and figure out what that is. Like you were saying visioning. Actually, I love that you intro with that because I was thinking about that, you know, as I was coming down here, I was mm -hmm. trying to think about what we were doing, you know, visualization and coming up with like your goals and your dreams. Mm -hmm. um, that's huge. You, you know, you're here and you want to get here and, you know, do that. There's that in-between step, which is, there is rewiring your brain. And if you keep thinking about where you were, you're going to be stuck mm -hmm. there. Because that's what you keep seeing yourself as. But if you think about who you can become, then you become that. And mm -hmm. things start happening, yeah. which is what was the case for you in many levels. Right. Very cool. I love that. So uh, can you share some specific encouragement to young people or entrepreneurs who are listening right now and feeling as though they want to give up? Yeah. So this is, uh, and I might have a little bit different answer, I think, than maybe mm -hmm. some other people. Um, and although there's a little bit of explanation behind it, sure. um, I found that, you know, right off the bat, you know, business isn't for everybody, especially if you're a young person, you're trying to get into business. Um, it isn't for everybody because it's not easy to do, as you know. And although that being said, um, you know, today in our world, we have, as a young person, we have the greatest potential and the greatest chance to do oh, something. Definitely. I think it's the greatest time to be alive as a young, as a young person. Oh, yes, you yes. get all the opportunities in the world and you can do pretty much whatever you want. And all it takes is a little bit of hard work to get there. And 
what I find though, when because uh, I know a lot of young people and young people are trying to do things, is you know sometimes it's not necessarily what they really want. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I've I've heard before was you know it's a lot easier being employee number seven than is being the CEO mm-hmm. of the company. It always is. The employee number seven has you know they have a, a steady income. You know that they always are gonna have their job and you know they only have to work there nine to five and they're good to go. Yes. And they're gonna make a good amount of money. Um, the the CEO or the owner is gonna have a lot more stress on. You mm-hmm. know if the company fails, they lose Definitely. all their money, lose everything. And so it's not for everybody, but what I've looked at is you will know if it's for you. And if it's for you, then that's when you have to really realize that, hey, if you could not see yourself not doing it, if there's no way that you could live your life without fulfilling whatever that goal and dream is, you then have to really just go all the way in. And I think if there's people struggling with that, you have to ask yourself, is this actually what I really want? Do I want this? Do I want all this ad pressure and this stress? And if you go yeah, I wouldn't be happy without fulfilling this mm-hmm. dream, then at that point, it's really kind of a zero options mentality. It's just, for me, I don't have another option. I mean, this is, I do this business. It's or, the, the option. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what else I do. Right. I'm, I'm just like, I, I'm sure I have plenty of opportunities, but at the same point, this is the only thing I know how to do. And yes, you might, you know, you might change your business or you might, you know, change what you're doing and revamp it. But for the most part, um, the, you have to just believe that this is all you can do. And if that's the truth, um, you know, if you're struggling with it, you're probably going to succeed. If you realize yeah. this is for you, it's your journey, you're, you're going to do it no matter what, or you'll never be happy in life if you don't and do it. And you have to be willing to take the hard knocks that go with it. Right. I mean, you counted the cost. Right. Exactly. And you knew there would be a cost, and there was a cost. Mm-hmm. And you were willing to get through that it's no true. matter what. Yeah, I mean, if you told me at the beginning when I first decided to do any sort of business, if you said that, oh, yeah, you're going to have to live nine months in the office, <laughs> exactly. I would have said, like, all right, I ain't ever doing this. And <laughs> that's so awful. <laughs> right. Right, right. You, you can't really foresee what's going to happen, yeah. which is kind of why you just got to roll with the, roll yeah. the hits and and. and you know, every day I probably ask myself this question mm-hmm. or struggle with it even, you know, is this for me? And every day I come up with the same answer. So I, yeah, I, you know, I think I'm on the right that's path. That's awesome. Then. So you're asking yourself the right questions. That's also a really good tip. Mm-hmm. So, you know, sometimes just asking yourself those questions is yeah. so, so, so powerful. Sure. And you've done that. Yeah. You have to, you have to really look at yourself on base yeah. value and not try to, you know, really be objective and look at, you know, is this, you know, is this you? Is this who you want to right. be? Because some people, um, and, and I know some people that, you know, business and, and, or mm-hmm. whatever kind of dream it is, it really doesn't make them happy at the end of the day because they think it does because it's what culture might be, might tell or them. Or was someone else told them they should be. Or someone else told them they should be, exactly. Because we can't always be listening to the other voices, can we? Right, exactly. And it's like, you know, I mean, just, you know, if you want to be, you know, just a chef at a restaurant yeah. and that's something that's your and, goal and dream, yeah. who cares how much money that's, it is? Or what anyone says, exactly. exactly. That, so. That's what you should be doing. You're right. You've got to follow your authentic self mm-hmm. and the dream that's in your heart, no matter what anybody says. Yes. So very cool. That's great advice, Ryan. I love it. So can you share a little bit about Omni Enterprises and successes that you've had in your business? Yeah. So um, Omni Enterprises was uh, previously, and actually just recently, it was previously, uh, it was called Today We Bloom, which was kind of my yep. marketing mm-hmm. company. I, I started out doing marketing services, kind of like other services beyond uh, websites, such sure, as like sure. Facebook, you know, helping yeah. Facebook and social media and that kind of stuff. Um, I decided over time that really wasn't my goal and my, kind of my passion. I'm more of a artsy kind of person. So I decided, hey, I'll just go all in on the websites. Right. And um, so we've been doing those websites now and we've had a lot of great uh, clients. I think it's kind of the coolest things. How that, many do you have now? I, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, we have quite, I mean, 
maybe in I know town. you're busy. Yeah, I'm very busy. <laughs> I just say because I just got a whole, a whole maybe you know I just got maybe seven yeah. more just over the past couple of days. You know, okay. so um, it, we're constantly getting a lot. I couldn't tell you an exact number. Awesome. Yeah, and so it paid off. See, it's all paid off. And, and well, I mean, as far as fun. all your hard blood, sweat, and tears, mm -hmm. right? It's all it's all paid off for itself. Sure, and, and uh, I think that um, really one of the cool things for me and the way our company is, we've been able to work on so many wide ranges mm -hmm. of different companies and work with great people from nice. all across the world too. That's great. Um, oh, we wow. have a really great client from uh, Canada and right now oh we're building gosh. this, you know, 100,000 uh, product plus, uh, you know, e-commerce website At for car parts. 22 years old. Yeah. I am so impressed, Ryan. <laughs> wow. That's why I couldn't wait to get you on the show. <laughs> See, this is encouraging. I mean, because there's young people out there that are really struggling and they just feel like they're never going to hit that that level. But But you're saying if they push through and they're willing to do whatever it takes, they can get there. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And I love it. That's awesome. So um, any new projects that you're excited about right now? Yeah. So I have quite a few new things that we're working on. Um, really, uh, part of it was getting this whole new rebrand launch and starting to really focus a lot on websites. Um, but we're going to be starting to go into a little bit more of a niche here very soon. Um, we're going to hopefully, uh, and we're, we're kind of still playing it out, so I can't give much details because yeah, okay. we, we have a couple investors involved, so I can't really say yeah. much, but um, we're looking at probably going into actually niching out in the technology for event space uh, in the events. So that's going to wow. be kind of our next big uh, thing we're doing. We found a really good niche within it. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, you'll have to keep me posted on. Huh? I will. Absolutely. That rolls out. Very cool. Any last words of advice as a young professional? You know, I think uh, really the big thing is Finding something and finding it early, especially as if you are a young person, you know, mm -hmm. yourself, finding what that passion and what your drive is, it's important. Mm -hmm. There's too many, and I say this with a little bit, being a little bit fearful, is there's too many people I know that are my age, because I would be graduating college this year if I was, if I went mm -hmm. to college, um, and there's way too many people I know in college that they're in their final year and they still don't really mm. even know what they want to do. Yeah, that's true. There is a big epidemic with that. It is. And, and I think, you know, there's all this, you know, you're getting all this college debt and you still don't really have a plan. Mm. And um, in a way, I, I encourage people to, I think it's more important to figure out what it is that you're passionate yeah. about and yeah. find that and yes. find something that you can do to help fulfill that, you know, go into that field, but also, you know, make a, a living doing it as well. Um, find that first, you know, and then Agreed. and then go into what you need to do to exactly. get to that point. Exactly. There's too much pressure put on young people to make decisions right now, right now. Right now, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean, even even me, I don't even know what I want to do with my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, <laughs> well, I, I think I you're, even you're know. doing great for that. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again, Ryan, for being on the show. I think you've been an encouragement to all of our listeners out there. And uh, thank you also for joining us. I look forward to the next time when you can come back.